Angie and Janelle podcast, your daily mood booster. Ottawa's Move 100. Good morning. It's Janelle hanging out with you uh, for the rest of the year. Angie's off, so uh, she picked the right day to take off. Am I right? (laughs) Now, before I break the bad news to you uh, with all of the snow, uh, I do have some good news for you. And that is going to be a winter hack that is going to save you time every single morning. And I'll tell you how to quickly defrost your car, how to do it probably twice as fast as you have been doing it in just a bit. But, you know, a rundown of this storm that we're seeing, uh, we kind of woke up pretty much to exactly what we expected. A few centimeters uh, on the ground right now. It's thick. It's heavy snow. It's perfect packing snow for all the kids who won't be going to school today because... Every single bus is canceled in the city and area. Schools do remain open, though. Um, But that's if you can even get out of your laneway to uh, take your kids to school if that's what you wanted to do. Um, Honestly, you should be staying home, if at all possible. Work from home today. Uh, The roads are slick, although crews are out there and have been out there tonight. Um, You know, they can only do what they can get to with the manpower that they have. So here's kind of what the city has prepared to you know take care of this winter storm is it's going to continue to fall until saturday morning we are still expecting another 10 to 20 centimeters on the way on top of what are already we're waking up to this morning so basically the snow crews are of course going to focus on all of those major routes this morning they say um you know trying to keep those major highways and main roads open and clear for people to move around the city they say also priority sidewalks their winter cycling network are going to be the priorities for this morning. And then it really depends on how much snow we're getting, how much accumulation is happening, when they'll actually be able to get to the residential streets. At this point, they aren't expecting to be able to get there until tomorrow morning. So you might not be able to get out of your uh, street if you don't got good tires on your car. Um, so just keep that in mind. They are working hard. They're trying to get out to everything, keeping those major routes open. They will eventually get to your residential street. And uh, stay safe out there this morning. Give yourself lots of extra time if you've got to be on the road. Now, that little winter hack that I promised you, okay? So this has gone viral on TikTok. Might be something you want to use this morning, maybe on another morning when it's particularly frosty. And it seems like it takes forever to defrost your windshield before you can leave the the house. Here's all you got to do. Apparently, if you flip your visors down... You know, the, that you normally flip down when the sun's in your eyes. Flip those down a little bit. And when the hot air is pushing up your windshield, it doesn't just go to the back of the car. It gets blocked by those visors and pushed back down on your windshield, thus creating like a whole circular vortex area of continuous hot heat that will help defrost your windshield way, way quicker. They say up to twice as fast. So keep that in your back pocket for the winter season. When you think useless... 
think of Stu. Hey everybody, welcome, welcome. It's Stuntman Stu's useless fact of the day on Move 100. All right, well, Stu's been off. We've been asking you to help us out with the useless fact, giving you the chance to have the platform, but also be judged by our listeners who are very critical sometimes. So uh, remember to text in your scores at 10-0-30 and let us know how uh, Shannon did this morning. She sent this in particularly because we are under a storm snowfall warning and, uh, you know, wanted to make us all feel a little bit better about the 20 to 30 centimeters of snow that we're going to see and shared two small short facts about Canadians and snow. So um, the greatest single day snowfall, which I suppose you could count as almost 24 hours here that we're going to get maybe upwards of 30 centimeters of snow, doesn't even compare today. Blows us completely out of the water. It actually happened in B.C. in a place called uh, Tatsa Lake. B.C. of all places, I would have never expected this. I think of them as having warm summers, but uh, this is further north, of course, of uh, Vancouver. And in BC's interior at Tutsa Lake, they got hit with 145 centimeters in 24 hours. Could you imagine? (gasps) That sounds terrifying. You'd literally almost be buried alive in your house with that kind of snow. Unbelievable. But it gets worse. BC is just hitting all of the snow records. Get this, the most snowfall for one season also happening in B.C. Back in 1971 to 72, Revelstoke, British Columbia saw over 24 meters of snow for the season. I can't even fathom having to shovel that out just over and over and over again. How do you get anything done? How do you live 24 meters of snow in the winter? Makes me feel a little bit better about, uh, you know, the snow that we're getting today. Thank you, Shannon. Um, I quite enjoyed those facts this morning. Give a, a, a score to Shannon this morning. You can text it in at uh, 10 And I got to say, I think I'm going to give that a 9. That is all new information. I had never heard that. And I'm very shocked to hear that, you know, these snow records happened in BC of all places. Like I probably would have guessed Newfoundland. Newfoundland seems to just get the brunt of all of these awful dumps over and over again. Eight out of 10. That fact snow blows me away, says gentle Jim. Love that one. Uh, 10 out of 10. Yikes, says sassy Kathy. Um, And also another 10 from Manowet. They enjoyed those facts, right? It just makes you feel a little bit better about what's happening in Ottawa today. So uh, 10 out of 10, insane. I wouldn't leave my house until the spring, says Bonnie and Yuri, the dynamic duo. Yeah, you and me both. I don't think you would be able to. Uh, How does this compare to Buffalo, he says. Uh, Snow Capital, 8 out of 10, Hall of Fame gusto. I guess I'm going to have to check out Buffalo and see, you know, what's going on there. Quite the snowfall. They can have it. Connie, the wound care nurse, gives it an 8 today. And today is her last day of work. Congratulations, and I, I'm pretty sure you mean last day forever. You mean retiring, don't you? Congratulations. That's awesome. And keep your useless facts headed our way. We're going to need them next week, so send them in. You can text them in at 10 Move mornings with Stuntman Stu, Angie, and Janelle on Move 100.
What's trending? We've been waiting 13 years for this movie. Avatar, The Way of the Water is finally here. And it took three years to shoot this movie. So is it really going to be worth the hype? Well, think about this. It is expected to make... $500 $500 million on its opening weekend this weekend. Maybe you're one of those people already planning to go to the theaters and have your tickets ready. Um, and you think about it, its predecessor, just Avatar, it made $2.9 billion worldwide. So yeah, it's going to be a huge movie. We've been waiting for a long time for this. And the critics are saying that this is a stunning piece of blockbuster cinema, and they are adamant that you must watch this on the biggest screen possible, a.k.a. you got to see this in theater, they say. The only critic that or critique that I'm, I'm hearing about this as of right now is that the movie's way too long. <laughs> I mean, is three hours and 12 minutes too long for you to sit through a movie in the theater? Uh, my fiancé, Adam, uh, last night was like, you know how many bags of popcorn I'm going to have to get to get through that movie? <laughs> So I got to say, I think three hours is too long for me, but we'll see because he'll probably be dragging me to the theater to see it. And speaking of uh, the biggest movie, The Avatar, um, The Weeknd has released a full length version of the film's lead single that he wrote. It's called Nothing is Lost. You give me strength. What a ballad that sounds like. So we heard a little bit of that in the uh, trailers that have come out. Now you can listen to that uh, fully in all of the uh, films. Uh, soundtrack is streaming online. But, you know, The weekend in particular is actually being recognized as a Canadian humanitarian. He's being awarded the longstanding commitment to uh, his charitable initiatives with the 2022 CMW Allen Slate Humanitarian Spirit Award. Now, this is given to Canadian artists, a duo or a group in recognition of their social activism and support of humanitarian interests and causes and comes with a $50,000 donation towards a charity of his choice and the weekend has been quite charitable over the last couple of years donating over 8.3 million dollars to important causes like blm global life network uh covid19 relief and the un food program so good on him love to see our canadians doing good and uh you know being recognized for it that's what's trending it's brought to you by the donnelly automotive group Stuntman Stu, Angie, and Janelle. I turn them on every morning when I wake up. Ottawa's Move 100. You got to be a little sneaky around this time of the year, right? Do you have a good hiding spot that you're willing to give up because, you know, maybe you have a new hiding spot, one that worked for years that maybe some parents could use um, this year? We've got a lot of great ideas if you're still trying to figure out how to keep all of your presents a secret until Christmas Day on our Facebook page. And I bring this up because, you know, I was talking with my sister the other day. She just finished all of her shopping. She's got four kids and a husband to shop for. So she's got a lot of gifts to hide in her house. And she was like, yep, I'm going to get everything all wrapped up. And then I got to put them down in, 
in the basement. But they don't have a regular basement. What they have is like a crawl space. And it's the smallest, littlest, tiniest hole in their laundry room that gives them access to said crawl space, which is pretty dark and dingy. And obviously, no one's going to go down there. But it got me thinking, like, this is the best place place you can hide your presence. There's nowhere else in the house. It seems so inconvenient to have to like open up the hatch and crawl down, squeeze through the hole with all of the presents. And hopefully they're not big boxes because it's not a huge hole they have to get into the crawl space. And it also made me think like, geez, Janelle, you're going to have to up your, your game when it comes to hiding presents. Literally, I came home the other day and I said to Adam, hey, one of your Christmas gifts is in that bag. Don't look in there. (laughs) And then I proceeded to toss it into our spare bedroom, which is also where we keep all of our um, bags and wrapping paper, tissue paper, all of that kind of stuff. And he's like, well, I kind of need to go in there to get some stuff to wrap a present for my work Yankee swap. Um, Can I go in there? And I was like, yes, you can go in there. Just don't look in the bag. What a terrible hider I am. And clearly in uh, the next couple of years, I'm going to totally have to up my game. Because let's face it, kids don't listen to don't look in that bag. They're going to find the presents that you bought them. And a lot of you have come up with some really great hiding opportunities that I'm going to keep hidden in my back pocket. And I absolutely love. Like Julia, she texted us um, And let us know that her girlfriend actually shared this perfect one with her. She's like, so I'm using it this year. Empty suitcases. Why would a kid ever open up a suitcase? They wouldn't. So fantastic place to hide some gifts. Janice went a little more risky with this. She says, you know, hide it in plain sight. I stack presents in my room and I put my nephew's presents on top. So the sticker there would read, you know, to whatever her nephew's name is. And she says apparently the boys just thought that all of the presents there were for her nephews. That's risky. But I like it, Janice. (laughs) A lot of you have suggested, you know, hiding it at Grandma and Grandpa's or at the neighbor's. Um, But sometimes that will backfire on you like it did for Nicole. She says, my gifts are at my mom's house under her bed. Unfortunately, she hid them so well that we couldn't find one of them for my niece's birthday presents yesterday. (laughs) So she showed up with nothing. And she's like, hopefully we'll be able to find it and give it to her on Christmas. Sometimes you get hiding things and you get too good at it. So I want to know, what's the best hiding place you've got in your house um, you can text it in 10 Give us a call 750-1100. Or maybe you had a really bad hiding spot and it totally backfired on you because somebody found it. You know, that can happen. We've got some interesting, questionable spaces to hide gifts, ones that could actually end up destroying the gift. And I'll let you be the uh, deciding factor on whether or not you think it's a good spot or not. I'll share that with you coming up next on Move. Sometimes it doesn't matter how good you are at hiding those gifts. The babysitter still might find them. Yeah. Uh, in fact, the babysitter almost ruined Christmas. And we'll get to that story coming up in just a bit. We're talking about those, you know, prime 
hiding spaces. This time of the year, you got to find them in the house to keep it a secret. And a, a lot of you are really smart with this. Sometimes the hiding spot isn't even in the house. Uh, Corey says, I used to drive a Dodge Caravan and I used the stow and go to hide the seats or the gifts. Instead of hiding the seats and stow and go, you have put the gifts in there. Obviously, nobody's going to look in there. What a fantastic idea. Um, Regina, now I don't know if these real ceilings are in homes these days. I know we had this in our basement, but you know those kind of like suspended ceilings in the basement? They had the little foam tiles that would pop up. Well, she says that when the kids were younger, that was actually one of the best hiding spots. Just lift up one of those tiles, pop the presents in there, um, where the metal frame kind of meets so like you can actually hold some weight. Nobody ever suspected a thing. That's brilliant. Like especially as as long as the gifts aren't too heavy. What a great hiding spot. The kids would never look in there. Uh, also good hiding spots, just places the kids don't go. Like Kara says, hmm, how about the laundry room closet? No one goes in there. Like no one ever, except me. So yeah, places that kids don't go in your house would probably be like the laundry room. Uh, anything that has anything to do with cleaning, <laughs> I would suspect. <laughs> So, um, uh, Kathy, though, her husband had kind of the same idea. You know, you got to hide things in places that you don't think people are going to ever want to touch. So how about her husband's hockey bag? I wouldn't want to, I wouldn't want to go 10 feet near that thing. You know, hockey bags stink. That's the problem with this hiding spot. She said he knew I would never go near his hockey bag, but I mean... If you're hiding something in there, say you got her mitts, say you got her a scarf, say you got her any form of clothing or fabric, that would absolutely reek. How do you hide that stench on Christmas Day when you've wrapped up that <laughs> gift? You don't get the hockey smell out. So I'm not sure if that's the best or the worst hiding spot uh, for Kathy's husband. But Claire is the babysitter who was highly competitive at hide and seek, apparently. And um, this almost ruined Christmas for one of the uh, children that she was um, babysitting because she was actually placing a child up high in a linen closet to hide her from her brother. And as she lifted her up there, she goes, "Ooh, there's a lot of pretty boxes up here. And they all have my name on them. Whoops. She um, definitely found her mom's hiding spot. She quickly pulled her down and found a different place for her to uh, hide the child. And uh, that was a close call, Claire said. Almost ruined Christmas. <laughs> Move mornings with stuntman Stu, Angie, and Janelle on Move 100. What's trending? All right, it is back. It's been gone. We haven't had it here in the capital for two years, but Winterlude will be back and um, it'll be in person for 2023. So, of course, if you don't remember, the pandemic hit basically immediately after Winterlude wrapped in 2020. So, the last two years we haven't had it, but Snowflake Kingdom slides will be back set up uh, in Gatineau. We'll have, of course, the ice carving competition out on Spark Street, along with more additions such as the Winter Pride on the second weekend and uh, the Ice Dragon Boat races on the first weekend. So, uh, 20. 
2023 ice carving theme they have announced for Winterlude is the um, 13 teams representing each province and territory will be Creatures of the Sea. I can see it now. There's going to be an incredible octopus or something like that. And I cannot wait for the ice sculptures, one of my favorite parts of Winterlude. So we can look forward to that being back in person for 2023. All right. So um, we can say thank you to TLC for giving us shows like Say Yes to the Dress, 90 Day Fiance, Extreme Couponing. And now they have blessed us with our next gift it is called MILF Manor. I was married for 14 years. I want to get a chance to do me a little. Young men have much more energy. They think out of the box. I want that. Especially in the bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> I am so excited for this. I love a good dating show. Um, and this one is got like a little bit of a new twist. So basically they are putting eight older women, they classify them between the ages of 40 to 60, who are, of course, looking for love. They'll be out at a beautiful villa in Mexico with eight younger men. Now, the show will be broken up into a series of challenges each episode, which will test the true love and loyalty of the woman and their potential mates. However... We don't know what the true twist to this show is because the teaser ended with quite a twist, a very big unknown. Um, and, of course, we're going to have to wait until the premiere to find out. But I would have to say that my guess, as they, like, revealed the men and the women to each other, the women were very shocked. So maybe all of the guys there are, like, their sons or something like that. And they're supposed to, like, date each other's sons or maybe, like, their son's friends. Like, I feel like it's somebody that they know. I don't know. Milf Manor. I'm excited for it. Uh, Comes out January the 15th on TLC. And that's what's trending. It's brought to you by DeFalco's for brewers and winemakers. It's time. Are you ready? Word Wars on Move 100. All right. Well, Antia is off. I'll be playing for both contestants this morning. And we have on the line with us Amanda and Chelsea. Now, Amanda made it through first. So good morning. Morning. How are you? We'll see how I am. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So our categories, thank you to uh, Wallacea Barnes, who sent in our categories this morning. We have either shopping for him or shopping for her. Shopping for her. Okay, here we go in three, two, one. It's bling, it sparkles. Pardon? Jewelry. Yes, yes. You wear these when you go to bed at night. Uh, Pajamas. Yes. um, This is like Netflix or Spotify. They all come in a type of service. Streaming service? No. uh, Music. Every month you have to pay for it. Subscription. Yes, yes. Um, You spray this on your, you know, you spray this on you to make you smell good. Perfume. Yes. Um, you uh, like $50 to go shop Honey. here. Gift card. Yes. And uh, this is like a Kindle. Oh. A book. Yeah. E-reader is what I was looking for for that last one. We did pretty good. I'm not very good at this game. I don't play it very often. You <laughs> but did. You, did, you did great. <laughs> uh, and we got five. So not bad. Hang on the line. You still there, Amanda? Yep. Okay. Okay. So just hang on the line for me and we'll see how five holds up. And we will go over to Chelsea. Good morning. Good morning. How are you feeling? Uh, 
okay. Pretty good. Pretty good. We'll okay. Yeah. Are you are you able to work from home today? You don't have to go out on the roads. I'm on that leave, so oh. I'm actually uh, at home right now. Yeah. Lovely. That is very <laughs> nice. Okay, so um, today uh, your category is shopping for him. Okay. Okay. Here we go in three, two, one. You wear this when you get out of the the shower. Bathroom? Yes. um, It's like the men's type of perfume. Cologne? Yes. And um, where they keep all of their cash and their cards. Yep. Um, They use this to, uh, on their face. Razor? Yes. Or no, a a different name for it? Uh. Okay, skip it. Um, You put these on your feet to keep them warm. Slippers? Yes. Um, you wear this uh, when it's really bright outside on your... Sunglasses. Yes. Um, and this is like to, to clean your pearly whites. Ah. Oh. Brush tooth. <laughs> <laughs> Brush tooth. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> okay. So um, let me... Sorry. I just need to recalculate. One, two, three, four, five. Okay. Yeah. We got five. So... Um, we were trying to get shaver, not, shaver. not razor. Oh. Unfortunately, we did get caught up on that one. And, um, the final answer was electric toothbrush. So we were halfway there. Yeah. Um, that means that we we're at a tie though. So it's five, five, each person hang on the line and, um, we'll see what happens with the dice roll. Okay. All right. So, uh, man, we are just can't get away from these dice rolls this last couple of weeks. So. We have a low dice roll for the win for Amanda. A 17. Ooh, not a good start. And for Chelsea. Oh, I thought that was 21. It's a 12. (laughs) All right. Congratulations, Chelsea. Yay, thank you. So we have a lovely little gift card. Maybe you can do some shopping for yourself or for someone else. It is to the TJX Tri Brand. So Marshalls Winners and Shoppers Drug Mart. You got, or sorry, Marshalls Winners and Home Sense. You have a hundred dollars to spend at one of those stores. Amazing! Thank you so much. Enjoy. Thanks. We all know that one of the most magical places to go this time of the year in our city is the Chateau Laurier, our very own castle that is completely decked out for the holiday season. But they've done something new this year, and you must check it out before the season is over. So, of course... Uh, The Chateau, uh, as they always do, has done Trees of Hope, and those beautifully decorated trees are scattered all over one of the most beautiful buildings I think I've ever stepped foot in. And uh, I had a chance to actually get down there to see this last night for the first time this year because, uh, you know, normally I would be judging the Trees of Hope with Stu and Angie, but I was away on vacation this year, so I didn't get the chance to do that. So it was really lovely to get down there, see them, and also, you know, vote on my, you know, People's Choice favorite tree. And of course, uh, donations going to Chio for Trees of Hope. So that's part one of your date night, I'm going to tell you, that you got to go down here, you know, get dressed up a little bit for the holiday season and have an adult date night out at the Chateau. But your evening is going to end with the brand new addition that they've had here. And this is for everybody who just absolutely loves Christmas and everything Christmas decor. It literally looks like Christmas threw up in this room in the most beautiful way (laughs) at the Chateau. Have you heard of the Elf's 
Pub. This is brand new this year, and it is unbelievable. Like, I've seen photos of this online. You can, you know, check out their Instagram account and uh, see it for yourself. But really, it's going to look, you know, even better in person. There are Christmas bulbs hanging from every single inch of the ceiling. It's red, it's green, it's gold, it's glittery. There's this beautiful spot where you can take a seat and, you know, take a photo at the Elf's Pub. It truly is like a magical place to be and will totally put you in the Christmas spirit if you need that or if you're somebody who just loves, you know, the Christmas time. Perfect photo opportunity, but also great cocktails. So they've got a completely Christmas festive twist on all of their, you know, typical cocktails that they would be serving uh, at the bar at the uh, Chateau. But the thing is, is that this is only open a couple of days a week. So Wednesday, Thursday and Sunday, they are open from five until 10. And then, of course, on the weekends, open a little bit longer, six until 11 p.m. So. They're closed Mondays and Tuesdays. As we know, Christmas is just creeping up on us. It's uh, just around the corner. Essentially, this is one of your last weekends to get to the Chateau to experience the Elf's Pub in its true, exquisite Christmas glory. Um, And if you can't do it this weekend, maybe do it next weekend for actual Christmas or sometime next week. But you got to check it out. The Elf's Pub. It is um, near Wilfred's on the lobby level. You can't miss it. <laughs> Move mornings with Stuntman Stu, Angie, and Janelle on Move 100. What's trending? Uh, John, Jane Fonda, we know her, we love her, and she has been sharing some great, fantastic news with her. She is about to celebrate her 85th birthday coming up December the 21st, and earlier this year, she had actually revealed that she was battling cancer. So she's gone through her chemo treatments, and she has revealed that she is now cancer-free. So in the post titled, Best Birthday Present Ever, she said, Last week I was told by my oncologist that my cancer is in remission and I can discontinue chemo. I am feeling so blessed, so fortunate. And um, she has been like up and at it. She, you know, said the chemo was pretty difficult on her body, particularly the second round that she went through. But she was able to feel well enough to get out and be the advocate that we know she is. And she's already been out protesting (laughs) and standing up for causes that she believes in. So Jane Fonda, fantastic news for her 85th birthday, is now cancer-free. Now, big movie this weekend. Are you going to the theaters to see the new Avatar movie, The Way of Water? They are expecting that this movie is going to have a $500 million opening weekend. Probably no surprise due to the fact that, well, we've been waiting for this movie for 13 years. Yes, finally, the sequel coming out. It took them three years to shoot. So you'd expect big, amazing, incredible things, just like the first one. I mean, everyone talked about how the CGI in the first one was just absolutely unbelievable. I can't imagine what 13 years later in technology is going to bring us. But there is one big problem with this film. Critics are, you know, loving it, saying it's a cinematic masterpiece, that you absolutely need to see this on the biggest screen possible. So go to the theaters to see Avatar The Way of Water. But be prepared to sit way too long in the theater. That's the biggest complaint about this movie. Is three hours and 12 minutes too long for you to sit through a film? 
honestly, it's getting up there for me. Like, to me, I'm thinking that is like, oh, man, that's too long. I'm going to need a bathroom break. There's no way I can chug back one of those big movie theater drinks and not have to pee, like, within that three hours. And I don't want to have to leave the theater. You know, I don't want to miss any of the movie. So is three hours and 12 minutes too long? That's the biggest complaint about the new Avatar movie. Be prepared. If you're going in to the theater, don't drink too much because you might have to leave and miss part of the movie. That's what's trending. Move mornings with stuntman Stu, Angie, and Janelle. On today's best variety, Move 100. You need a last-minute gift idea or maybe a gift to yourself. we got a $100 gift card to give away to Holt Spa right now. Uh, so give me a call, 750-1100, if you want to try and play to win. Uh, we've been testing your knowledge of toys that reigned supreme in Christmas's past. So basically, we give you a little bit of a description of the toy, the year. It was the most popular Christmas toy and you just got to tell me what that toy is, and I'll hook you up with a nice little getaway to Holt Spa. We've got a $100 gift card again to give away. All right, let's see who's on the line. Good morning, Move. Hello? Hello. Hi, who's this? It's Sam. Sam. All right. So here is our info for the day. Um, we're taking you back to the year 1995. This was the biggest Christmas toy of the year. Um, They have been cited as being the world's first internet sensation. They were collected not only as toys, but also as financial investments due to the high resale value of particular um, versions of this toy. And at the height of its popularity, people would be flipping this toy for as much as tenfold on eBay. And they actually made up 10% of eBay's sales. So do you know what that toy is? I should know in what categories that you can tell me, huh? What do you mean, what category? In what category of toys? Nope, nope. That's all the information okay. you get. Sorry. Okay. You want to okay. take a wild um, guess? Uh, Pokemon cards. No, thanks for the guess, though. Try again. Okay. All right, good morning, Move. Hi. Hi, did you just hear that description? I did. Okay. Do you think you have a guess as to what the toy was, the most popular toy in 1995 under the tree? I was going to guess Beanie Babies. Oh, ding, 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 ding. Yes. No way. Yes, it is. That's so funny because my radio is actually, I'm listening online and it's delayed and the guy's just telling his answer right now. So I didn't think I was going to get through. What's I didn't even name? know what he guessed yet. Uh, he said Pokemon cards. Oh, that's a good which, guess, Which too. is a good guess. I mean, people were definitely selling those online as well. Um, what's your name? It's Whitney. Whitney, uh, are are you of the era of a Beanie Baby kid or anything like that? I had a huge collection of Beanie Babies, and I still have them all, actually, in the basement. And I was, like, Ooh. debating, like, reselling them. But I don't know if that, if they're still going for the, the more of, of the amount. But, Who knows? Uh, yeah, I have I collected them. I have so many. I I did too. <laughs> I think I probably had about 20 at the height of it. And uh, I built them all like this extravagant house. Like this was like this, oh, huge, nice. was this huge cardboard house full of Beanie Babies. And they each had their own area. So like the bird had its tree and, you know, they all had things that like nice. would go with their character. It made a lot of sense. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> I'm glad I'm not alone. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm surprised I'm great. Well, congratulations. You've got a $100 gift card to Hold Spa. 
That's so cool. Is that for you or for someone else? Are you going to be gifting it or using it yourself? Um, I don't know. I feel like I'll probably... I'll probably end up using it. I need some. I need some me time. That's I need right, girl. Self-care. That's right. You do. You treat yourself. <laughs> I'm gonna be selfish. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I got the feels, and it feels good. It's a feel good moment to kick off your workday. Angie's all the feels on Move 100. Gotta say, you just love when a story has a happy ending. It was back in 2021, so uh, last year, when we heard about uh, Alejandra Zatino's story. And she sent out a public plea on CTV News last summer for a living kidney donor. And she honestly said she never expected to find one so fast, let alone find one at all. She wasn't really sure at that point what to do. The doctors had basically told her you have around four months to live with your own kidneys before a dialysis will be necessary. Her kidney function was at 12%, drastically low. She basically wasn't really able to do a lot, just constantly tired, couldn't, you know, of course, work a job. She had a young daughter at home. And this was actually a gene mutation that was triggered by her pregnancy with her daughter a few years prior to her diagnosis with this very rare disease that basically damages the tiny blood vessels in your kidneys. So she turned to social media. She spoke with CTV News Ottawa just to try and find maybe a match here in Ottawa. And that's where Andrea McClement comes in. She's from Renfrew, and she is one of many who saw Alejandra's story. And she said, you know, I just couldn't sleep one night. I'm scrolling through my phone, reading some CTV news, and I see the story, and I just instantly felt a connection with this woman. I sent a text to my daughter and said, can you please reach out to this girl for me and let me know, um, that let her know that I'm willing to try this process and see if I am a, a proper living kidney donor match for her. Tess confirmed it. They were a match. And after a small delay, the transplant, uh, the transplant actually happened this past April. And it was very easy. So Andrea says, you know, you go in, you have your surgery, very well taken care of. The staff was phenomenal. And I went home in a uh, around two days, felt perfectly fine. She said she felt just a little bit tired, but it was like as if nothing had happened. And uh, this is something that's absolutely needed here across Canada. More than 4,000 people in Canada are waiting for organ donations And about 77% of those are people waiting for kidneys. And, you know, we got two of them. (laughs) So, um, you know, uh, if she hadn't have been a match, you know, there still would have been a way that she could have been paired up through the uh, kidney program somewhere else and somebody else could have benefited from this. But what Andrea wants everyone to know is that it is such an easy process and that there are so many people in need of this that uh, she really hopes that maybe more people might think to do this. Um, as for Alejandra, her you know, surgery has been such a success and literally life-changing for her. She said prior to this, she was just sleeping most of her days away. Now she is awake all of the time, working a full-time job. She's able to be present with her daughter, do things that she loves, goes for walks, and she's just not winded all of the time. Just those simple things that we all take for granted. And she says she's mesmerized by 
the grace and generosity and everything that Andrea has done and just, you know, the most incredible person to me. And I love this, this little last moment here. Um, the two of them have stayed in touch and uh, Alejandra's daughter gave Andrea a stuffed bear with a little recording of her voice saying, thank you for saving my mom. Oh, that gets me. <laughs> so that's all the feels on Move 100.